$10,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media. As part of their community commitment, Bighorn High School is receiving these funds for random drawing. We're giving $1,000 away every week to a qualified nonprofit organization. Next week, it could be your nonprofit. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media present Community Commitment, member FDIC. Welcome to Hammer Creek. Hi, this is Jill Bates with the Best Real Estate Team. We have only one home remaining in Hammer Creek. This beautiful new home is nestled in a four-home cul-de-sac at the back of Woodland Creek Estates. 342 Hammer Creek is a ranch-style four-bedroom, two-and-a-half bath with over 2,200 square feet. This great open floor plan with two-sided fireplace has landscaping and partially fenced yard. Give us a call today at 675-BEST or go online at bestwy.net. Make it a great day. Proudly brokered by EXP. At Carpet Design, their showroom showcases the latest in carpeting, luxury vinyl, tile, laminate, as well as all types of hardwood flooring. You'll see what's new in color, texture, and technology. If your flooring is showing its age or you just are ready to make a change, come see what's new and exciting at Carpet Design. Every Saturday from 10 to 3, take 20% off on flooring in the warehouse. Large selection, too. Free estimates, 643 Riverside Street, Carpet Design. This is Ken here at Prime Rate Motors, where we understand everybody's situation is different. We recently had a customer that needed to keep his ranch truck, not trade it in. What he needed was a car for town. After visiting with him, we discovered that what he did have was an extra stock trailer. We were able to take that trailer in as a trade-in and got him a nice economy car that was good on gas and easy to park downtown. Stop in. Let's work something out. Here at Prime Rate Motors, the Super Trailer Store, or PrimeRateMotors.com. Our paint department is stocked up and ready to go. Hi, Kurt Smith here for the Sheridan Commercial Company. We're excited to help you with your next painting project. We have added the PPG line of paints along with our True Value paint line. This allows you so many new and exciting options for your next project. Whether you need help with customized color matching or choosing the right product, we're here to help. Great paint, great store. The Sheridan Commercial Company at 303 Broadway. Open seven days a week. Hi, this is Laura from Harker Mellinger. Our advisory services are designed for entrepreneurs and small business owners so you can focus on your business. Our relationship is customized for what you want and need to ensure your business is as efficient as it should be. We will evaluate your business and provide solutions you will benefit from. We will coach you through each step of the process from start to finish. Contact us today. Parker Mellinger, focusing on where you're going, not where you've been. First Federal Bank and Trust would like to recognize another winner of $1,000 in cash and a $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media. As part of their community commitment, Bighorn High School is receiving these funds for random drawing. We're giving $1,000 away every week to a qualified nonprofit organization. Next week, it could be your nonprofit. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media present Community Commitment, member FDIC. This is Public Pulse, your information and conversation program, brought to you by First Federal Bank and Trust. You can voice your opinion by calling 672-KROE. That's 672-5763. Now, your host for Public Pulse, Floyd Whitey. Good morning and welcome to Public Pulse. Now, this morning, I am joined by Sheridan County Sheriff Levi Dominguez, under Sheriff Lieutenant Devereaux Johnson, 
and intern, Riley Bunting. Good morning and welcome back to the show. Morning, Floyd. Hi. Now, uh, let's let's uh, explore the weather outside. Sheriff, have you been able to get out and actually insp- enjoy the spring weather yet? Yeah, you know, fortunately... I have a little bit. This is a busy time for for myself and my family. We're big into baseball, so we've oh. been traveling around doing baseball and those types of things. But I've gotten out in, in the community, checking out you know different areas of the county to see how things are looking with this wet spring and into the summer. And it's uh, definitely something different. I think Sheridan is as green as I've ever seen it for That's a long time. But I and and we've been fortunate. We haven't had a lot of flooding in the county or anything like that. So. Yeah, I've got to enjoy it and, and, and looking forward to the rest of the summer. And that's one thing I do want to touch on. Our deputies, when they're out there driving around, and the sheriff and the undersheriff, are keeping an eye on uh, flood situations. And, and undersheriff, it's, it's been pretty good so far. I mean, we've yeah. seen a lot of moisture, but uh, <clears throat> thankfully we haven't seen a lot of flooding. How's your spring been? It's great. Yeah, just like Sheriff Dominguez said, you know, um, we're getting out and trying to make sure we're keeping an eye on things. But, you know, me and my family just came back from uh, spending a weekend in South Dakota. There's a beautiful reservoir over there named uh, Angostura. Um, and it's, yeah, it's a beautiful, beautiful time and time of year. So it's Are you good. a boater? So, I'm not. Uh, not a boater? You know, I... I can hardly swim, I think. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you know I, last I checked, so I'm not uh, not too much of a boater, but my, my little girl, my little two-and-a-half-year-old girl, sure, sure does love playing on the beach. So that's great. That's going to be a... Um, a, a, an event moving forward. I think, Absolutely. For a core so, memory yeah, exactly. made right there. Right. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. When I was in the service, we actually uh, did a lot of duties on boats. And you would think, you know, that that really stuck with me. I loved being out there on the boats. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't think I've been on a boat since. And, and I got out in 2014. It's been quite a while. Riley, what about you? Uh, you been getting out, enjoying the spring? Yeah, I've been doing some fishing and going up to our cabin with my family on the buffalo side of the mountain and just enjoying some time off and relaxing this summer. What kind of fishing do you do? Um, Normally bass fishing. Oh, you like, oh, they're fighters. Mm -hmm. Uh, Trevor, uh, my my guy in the box there, he's a a fantastic fly fisherman. And uh, he actually... Uh, hurt his elbow or his shoulder not too long ago. We figured, you know what, as long as he can still throw that line, recovery is there. (laughs) You know, everything else can fall to the wayside. As long as he can throw that line, it's all good. So tell us a little bit about the intern program at the sheriff's office. I didn't even know that there was an intern program, Sheriff. Yeah, so this is um, Riley, I believe, is our um, fourth or fifth intern we've had through the Sheridan High School. It's it's actually called Next Level Internship um, through Sheridan High School, and it's it's you know an opportunity. It provides um, you know. Uh, the programs for Sheridan High School students, and it kind of provides that senior level student uh, an opportunity to further explore their career interests. So, um, you know, if there's uh, individuals that and students that are at the senior level within the high school that have an interest in law enforcement, um, and, and they they want to come in and do an internship with the um, sheriff's office, we've always been um, very fortunate to have that and, and been able to provide the, that internship for the high school and for the students. And uh, like I mentioned, I think Riley's um, our fourth or fifth. I'd have to go back and take a look and see, but it's, it's been a great opportunity. And it's typically about a semester um, semester long, um, the internship, but Riley chose to do it for two semesters. So she oh, did wow. it for, for the whole school year. And so she got great experience um, 
with our office and with the community and, and kind of that general introduction to what law enforcement looks like. Now, Riley, how old are you? 18, 17, 18, 18 years old? What interested you in this opportunity? Uh, when you think back to a moment where you decided, I want to go into law enforcement, what, was, what happened? What sparked that? Um, I knew that I've always been interested in something in either law enforcement or law because my mom's an attorney and so that's kind of had an influence as I've watched watched some trials in court and stuff and that's just kind of always been something that's interested me and when I knew that there was an opportunity to do an internship at either the sheriff's office or the police department I applied for that through the high school next level program and you decided to go two semesters as opposed to one was it just uh did you feel like you know i i i want more of this knowledge or let's just be plain where you just having so much fun you're like let's keep this going a little bit of both yeah um i was only supposed to do it the first semester and then um when that semester changed over i decided that i wanted to keep doing it and i wanted to keep um having these experiences what are the some what are some of the things that I mean are there duties that you perform or or is it more of like a shadowing type of deal? Um, there was some of both. I got to do a lot of ride-alongs with different deputies and see a lot of different places around the county and um, traffic stops and different things like that and then I also got to participate in some different trainings as well which was really cool to see and oh, yeah. I learned a lot through those. Now, uh, if you were to say the favorite thing that you've done so far, what what would that be? Um, I got to do the firearms training at, up at the range, and that was I had a really good time with that. And I also got to go through a tactical medic training class course thing, and that was really cool. Oh wow, yeah, that's that is kind of the the type of training that I really used to enjoy, getting out there on the firing range, uh, combat lifesaver, <laughs> that type of stuff, because it's it's there's always more to learn when it comes to those types of trainings. Um, you know, you yeah. could spend all day doing that kind of stuff and feel like, well, I could come back tomorrow and, and learn yeah. something completely right. new. So now, is there an evaluation review at the conclusion of this? Or how do we keep track of Riley's progress through the internship? Yep, yep. So through that, uh, through the next level internship and through the high school, there is an evaluation um, at, at the end of the uh, internship, at the end of the semester uh, that I typically will fill out. And, and it's, you know, a couple pages long and, and, and talk about, um, you know, Riley's um, abilities and her attitude of, of towards the internship and, and what, you know, know her 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 strengths are weaknesses are it you know this internship it's it's a little different other than amongst other internships because we have to be careful we need to make sure that Riley's safe when right, she's yeah. doing this internship so you know you can put somebody in an internship you know somewhere else where they can do a lot of those duties and kind of let them you know kind of be you, you show them you train them and, and then they're kind of on their own we can't unfortunately do that for the safety reasons you know of, of rally out there but we try to get you know our interns exposed as much exposure as possible to the job of of, of what law enforcement looks like um, Riley got to um, be in the courts um, with our, our court deputy and kind of take a look and kind of see what that looks like on the everyday today of how the court proceedings but she was pretty knowledgeable of that with with her family's history and, and her mom being an attorney um, she works, um, we've had her working in the office. Those are some of the things that she was able to cut loose on the own, like records management and, and putting away cases and things like that and seeing how we file cases and do things like that. Um, um, when she turned 18, we were able to get her up into the jail and get her exposed to some of that in the control room operator and stuff and kind of getting to see 
the day-to-day operations of the jail. And then, you know, as far as being out on patrol, she's with a deputy. She's getting to get exposed to traffic stops, maybe some case investigations um, when it's safe to do so. Um, we've got her, uh, I think we, we had a, a big, uh, after an execution of a search warrant of a house, you know, of a drug investigation. And so after everything was safe and, and everything, she got to come in and see that, how evidence was being, you know, taken in and, and, and oh, those wow. types of things. So, you know, we try to expose them as long as it's safe, as much as we can, um, and not limit their, you know, their experience as well. Wow, that really gives you like a broad spectrum of everything that the job kind of entails, doesn't it? Yes. Is there anything you're, you can't do? Uh, whether, of course, there's the typical safety issues Mm -hmm. but is there anything in their line of duties for other deputies that riley just couldn't do because the law requires that either you know you're too young or or you're not certified or or something like that yeah yeah we we can't have you know one of the the big um, holdbacks of if somebody's looking at county law enforcement in the sheriff's office is they have to be 18 to be up in the jail and so um, we can't have our interns up in the jail doing anything unless they're 18 so uh, Riley turned 18 in the second semester and so she was able at that point once then to get into the jail but as far as other things you know at the beginning of the internship process we sit down with our interns and their parents and go over expectations and hey these are you know some of the things that could potentially you know your your child may be exposed to is there anything you don't want I mean we've had interns where they've got to go and partake in autopsies of death investigations and things and things like that and and um, you know it it, it didn't work out I don't think we had anything Riley was you know yeah I'm I'm, I'm game for that you know (laughs) um, so it it depends you know it's, it's it's what the intern wants to what the parents are okay with as well and taking like that, but the main priority is the safety of 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 the intern and, and making sure that you know that everything that we're doing is is under what they're okay and what they feel comfortable doing as well. And that you're not walking out of there completely traumatized over something, right? No. <laughs> now, Riley, at the conclusion of all of this, <clears throat> excuse me. I mean, you you did it for two semesters, mm-hmm. where technically you only had to do it for one. So obviously, pretty dang interested in this. Mm-hmm. Where are you going from here? I'm going to attend the University of Wyoming this fall and study Spanish and criminal justice and hopefully obtain dual majors in that. And I'd like to pursue some internships either with the um, FBI in Wyoming or local law enforcement in Laramie while I'm down there. And um, from there, hopefully federal law enforcement and... Oh, federal. That's what I'd like to do. <laughs> Shooting for the big boys up top. Wow. All right. Uh, well, you know what? I wish you all the best, Riley. Thank uh, you, so you seem like you're pretty dang driven. And, uh, you know, it's it's sometimes in, it, you hit the university or you hit your college, and this happened in, to my daughter, the interests changed, and, and which is fine. Uh, she's getting a degree in one thing to kind of fall back on, and then she's going to go study something else. With you, it seems more like, you know what, I know exactly what I want, I know the path, I see the direction, I'm headed in that way, and it doesn't seem like there's going to be too many roadblocks. So, uh, very, very uh, involved internship here. If someone out there 
is interested in in pursuing something like this next semester what do they need to know what how do i apply for this well you know there's through the high school you know there is a couple different things that uh you know uh, they have to um, students that are accepted into that next level internship program um, they of course they've got to complete the career development class or receive counselor approval correct Riley I think and then um, apply to the program they have to submit a couple letters of recommendation Uh, they complete an interview by the by the school and by by the site internship so that would be the sheriff's office so we we interviewed um, Riley you know as typically just like a job interview and then we brought her in with her parents and 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 chatted once she made that and then so that's you know it's it's a process it's not like hey I want to do this those have to be committed um, very motivated serious students that want to look into this and do this but definitely it's 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 doable and if there's anybody interested i'd encourage them to because we've had nothing but positive feedback with all of our interns uh through the program and um, we've done similar things not only with the sheridan high school but with our other county you know school district one and and district three as well of you know doing some some smaller types of you know job shadows or or doing career days like that where um, students can come in and take a look and see what law enforcement's like Riley, is there anything looking back on on your entire experience that you would say uh, had a roadblock that you had to overcome? Um, maybe it was something that you were you had a little trepidation or or maybe a, a little bit of fear or apprehension on doing that you you kind of conquered as you went through this internship. Um, there was a section where I had to change some classes at within the high school and so that affected my schedule and I had to do what was best to move those classes around so my internship changed a little bit in that time frame and so that was something where I had to put my my academics and my school ahead of um, just like learning and getting that experience and so that was something I guess that I had to overcome and I had to figure out with making this work and making my getting my school my priority but you made it work though Mm mm-hmm well, that's fantastic. If there, if if someone is listening out there and they know how to apply now, uh, from somebody who's gone through two semesters of this internship, what would you tell them? Um, I would just say that um, everyone is going to treat you not just like an intern, but as as equal and somebody that is has a a role in the sheriff's office as well as um, just soaking everything in and trying to learn as best you can and asking questions or and that's how I learned a lot a lot of things that like asking questions and being um, engaged in what's going on yeah that's fantastic so a lot of mutual respect from our Mm -hmm. deputies and 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 of course the sheriff and the under sheriff Mm -hmm. up there that's that's great to hear because uh, I think there is a little bit of uh, you know trepidation someone showing up nobody likes being the new guy right <laughs> and especially when you're a teenager uh, you you because I think it's just that age you feel like you stick out everywhere anyway uh, so you know going into basically a very very serious line of work uh, so yeah you got to have you know your priorities straightened out yeah all right on that we're going to take a quick commercial break when we come back we'll continue with our sheridan county sheriff's office stay with us you're listening to public pulse on 9 30 kroe and 103.9 fm sheridan
putting your cash in a high-yield account is a simple way to save. First Federal Bank & Trust high-yield online savings account comes with a competitive interest rate and local service from people you know. Open the account from the convenience of your computer or mobile device and watch your savings grow. Visit efirstfederal.bank to open your account today or check out our deposit specials. First Federal Bank & Trust, helping our customers succeed since 1935. Member FDIC. Summer's here. That means warm weather road trips. You're ready, but is your car ready? Are your tires safe for hot weather driving? Midas Tire & Auto has rebates up to 170 bucks on name brand tires like Michelin, BFG, Cooper & Hankook. Is your vehicle's air conditioner running on empty? New or old, including the most recent YF Freon systems, Midas works on all AC systems. Getting and keeping you safely on the road for this summer's travels. See Midas Tire and Auto in Sheridan. So what's wrong, Fido? Did Timmy fall down the well again? What? You mean you don't want this dog food? You want a different dog food? Okay, so you want Northwest Naturals raw diets for dogs, sold locally only at the Health Nut? Wait, wait. You want some A-plus answers raw goat milk formula with raw honey and organic cinnamon? And they have Northwest Naturals for cats, too? You guys stay right here. I'm going to the Health Nut in Sheridan's 5th Street Mall right now. Christy Kinghorn of Buffalo Realty would like to talk to you about 38 Ridge Lane near Buffalo. This beautiful three-bedroom solar home in the country has breathtaking views of the Bighorns. Spacious kitchen and dining area with a formal living room and a separate office or family room. The wrought iron fenced-in yard is well landscaped. Plus, there's a small reservoir on the property. The home and 15.66 acres can be sold separate from the other 138 acres. If interested, call Christy Kinghorn at Buffalo Realty, connecting Your people with property. a strong partner. First Federal Bank & Trust provides cash management services to help your business collect, disperse, and manage funds. Whether you need merchant services or positive pay fraud protection, our team will find the tools that best support your business. Contact a cash management officer today by visiting efirstfederal.bank. First Federal Bank & Trust is your partner in success. Member FDIC. We clean more for you. We're Captain Clean. Snow melt, heavy rains, and unexpected water inside your home is always unnerving. Call Captain Clean today. Our experts are always on standby to assist you throughout the entire process. Don't let water inside your home dampen your spirits. Call Captain Clean this spring. 672-0726. Affordable choices for healthy living. We clean more for you. Good morning and welcome back to Public Pulse, proudly brought to you by our friends out there at First Federal Bank and Trust. I'm Floyd Whiting, and this morning I am speaking with the Sheridan County Sheriff, Levi Dominguez, Under Sheriff, Lieutenant Devereaux Johnson, and intern, Riley Bunting. Now, uh, before the break, we were talking about Riley's uh, two semesters spent up at the sheriff's office learning a little bit more about the job she's going to go off to college and uh, with the ultimate goal of becoming a feddy that's right federal law enforcement she's gonna she's gonna be watching the big dogs <laughs> which is great to hear i mean we need people like that and especially one that is so driven so we really do appreciate you riley and uh, i imagine we're going to appreciate you much more once you get graduated and get out there and start busting some bad guys Speaking of additions to the Sheridan County Sheriff's Office, a canine unit. Sheriff, could you tell us a little bit about this? 
Yeah, so we're fortunate enough to have some um, great support within the community, within the office, and some, again, we were talking about motivation and dedication with within our office, and, and that's what we have, our staff. I can't speak highly enough of, of our staff at the sheriff's office. They're motivated, they're dedicated, they're always looking at how can we best serve Sheridan County. And uh, we were fortunate in this case um, that we, we had a few uh, deputies within the sheriff's office that wanted to see if we can get some traction and, and stand back up uh, the canine program within the sheriff's office. Now, we had a canine program. It's, it's been a, a little over 12 years ago. We had a canine program within the sheriff's office um, and, and had since not had a program. And and so some uh, deputies got together, and, and, and one particular deputy, um, Corporal Doug Sanders, had you know he's very uh, wanted to see a program come back into the program. And I said, yeah, give me a presentation. Let's see what it looks like. What can we do? And uh, he put together a, a great presentation, a great roadmap on how we can um, incorporate a canine program back into the sheriff's office to serve Sheridan County. And uh, we're fortunate to have the support from the, the county commissioners um, to to have this program. Um, they helped fund it. We were uh, looking at, uh, so we purchased a, a canine um, out of Gillette B3 Canines, um, a Belgian Malinois, and um, we're getting ready. Uh, Corporal Doug Sanders has been selected to be that canine handler. And then we had a, a great support from um, our local Sheridan Walmart. They uh, provided a grant of $4,000 to help um, with the training and uh, the purchase of the, the canine as well. And so, which is, is astounding. And they were very supportive of that. And, and, and uh, you know, we did a grant application and, and Sheridan Walmart awarded the, the sheriff's office $4,000. And so we're going to see a canine, uh, you know, uh, beginning part of July. Uh, Corporal Doug Sanders and our new canine will be training in Gillette for five weeks. And, yeah, it's going to be a great addition. Now, have we selected the canine? I mean, how does that work, Sheriff? Do, is there some place where they're like, okay, here's a d- choice of 10? Or do you go down there? with uh, Sergeant Sanders and you walk around and kind of be which one connects with him. I mean, I I don't know how that works. Yeah, so we were fortunate enough to earlier on within the process, uh, we were one of one of uh, a handful of agencies that were really interested in a few canines that they had um, available um, for this next session and round of training. And so we got to go down a little earlier. And I say we Corporal Sanders um, had gone down, um, met with uh, the owner and trainer of B3 Canine. They had a few canines and and kind of looking at, hey, what do we want from this program? What are we looking at? You know, what's what's the purpose? And we can talk a little bit more of what what that canine program is going to look like. And then they, they look at the canines that they have and the dogs, and, and they said, this more than likely will be your best fit, you know, when we look at that. And then it's, it's, it's you know, uh, I guess when you're, when you're looking at that, then you can see that, and it's validated through Corporal Sanders being there and then all those types of things. And we discuss, and we say, yep, that's the canine that we're going to want. So we got kind of, I don't want to say first dibs, but, yeah, we got to kind of <laughs> the pick the, of the litter. The pick of the litter. Yeah. I was just going to say yeah. that. Now, I, when it comes to manning the force is there a set amount of deputies slash canines slash staff that you're allowed to have or do you dictate that number 
Well, I mean, as far as when we're looking at when we budget process and being fiscally responsible with, you know, the, the county taxpayers dollars and those types of things. Yeah, we're, we're budgeted for um, 19 patrol deputies with within the county. And part of that now is incorporating a, a canine handler. So we're not gaining an extra deputy per se. Um, Corporal Sanders is just taking on more responsibility um, yeah, to provide up. that service to to the county. What I will is that is as long as we can be successful in this first year, we're gonna we're highly motivated in looking at obtaining a second canine next year, so we can have one on night shift and one on day shift, and so that's our ultimate goal. So. Oh, fantastic! Yeah, I think that'd be great having having more than one canine in there. Yeah. Uh, the canine unit, uh, you know. <clears throat> Could you, for our listeners, could you tell them how valuable having a canine can be for for a department or an office? Yeah, the, you know the canine. So our our canine is going to be. Um, it, it's not going to be what we call a, a dual purpose, which is a you know a, a, a drug detection or type of dog and an apprehension. So that's not you know. So it's you know they call them bite dogs or apprehension dogs. That's not. So what we're our 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 canine program is going to focus on um, um, drug detection, tracking, and evidence collection. And so when you're looking at that, um, the dog's going to be trained on, um, of course, detecting different controlled substances, you know, and things like that. And then the tracking part, we're really excited for that. That tracking is, is more when you're talking about if we have a search and rescue incident in the Bighorns and we can um, start tracking an individual who's maybe lost and we can get them on sets oh, and wow. things like that. So that's going to be a huge benefit to the county with search and rescue, having a tracking dog. So, you know, we, we see the propensity and the uh, uh, of availability and, and, and having that is going to be huge for the county. And then evidence collection. So we can, um, the dog's going to be trained on if we have to um, find certain evidence of a case that maybe maybe a, a firearm was, was thrown or ditched or something like that. I was just and, thinking that same scenario. Um, you know, um, different, you know, shell casings and things like that of maybe where, where something was. You know, so a, a lot of that is... is going to be huge for the county to have have that type of canine and and the canine itself will basically live and and operate with uh Corporal Sanders, correct? Uh, like going home with them, they become yeah, partners, that's, inseparable that's partners. Absolutely. So yeah, the the um, you know the canine will be at home with Corporal Sanders, and so he has the responsibility of the day to day care of 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 the dog as well, and the canine. And then when when they're in work, they're they're they work together. So all of that you know feeding, you know feeding, um, doctor's appointments for for the canine, all those types of things, all of that's thrown into the responsibility. Of being a canine handler i think that's fantastic and 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 to think that you know the corporal has gone to such lengths as to make a presentation to the sheriff and and really taking the steps to show the motivated and driven to to get this unit back on the road and to think that we're going to have two of them i think that's fantastic because i i don't think there's anybody out there who would argue against having a canine unit within a, a, a either a department or an office. And I'm going to switch gears on you. We are now officially in the summer season. Spring has passed us by. There are many events happening here in the Sheridan region. Does the sheriff's office participate in any kind of advising during the planning process of, of some of these larger events? 
you know, we take um, we take steps to make sure that we're available, especially during things like the rodeo, um, and we work with uh, the city police department and stuff like that to make sure that we're available um, if we need to be, uh, uh, you know, help out um, up at the fairgrounds and stuff like that during the rodeo. Obviously, there's date and days that's coming up as well that we're um, we in- truly enjoy being a part of for the actual event and the parade. Um, you know, so we 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 absolutely um, take the time to make sure we're we're involved um, as much as we can be and as much as um, is appropriate, obviously for right. <laughs> summer events. Yeah, so, I mean, it, yeah. you're not running the event. Right. Uh, you're right. you're not planning the event. Uh, just being available for anything that they may need. Right. And and uh, you know, I, it makes me wonder what. When it comes to these events, is a lot of it primarily walking around, just making sure everybody's safe, and then when needed, you just know, oh, we're directing traffic? Yeah, I mean, it's a little mixture, I think, of, of everything. You know, we make sure that we're available for the parades. We make sure that we have um, extra um, uh, availability should we be needed up at, you know, during the rodeo, you know, during the street dance, you know, whatever whatever the circumstance may be, I think it's a mixture of um, you know, also being aware of increased traffic and, and um, being aware that we have to uh, be available for those things, you know. Under Sheriff, uh, speaking of traffic, are we seeing a lot more people up, uh, up on the mountain over the past probably week, week and a half, or is it still too wet? You know, I've only, I've, I went up there um, last weekend or the weekend before, and there was definitely quite a few folks up enjoying, which is a good thing, you know, um, and, and it was a lot of people out on their ATVs and dirt bikes and, you know, really, truly enjoying it. I was on the red grade side, and, um, you know, I, I don't know if it's necessarily an increase, but I'd say it's typical for this time of year. Um, so the rain hasn't yeah. slowed anyone yeah, down, No, I'm sure. I don't think, it didn't slow me down. I was up there, so <laughs> at least yeah. there's that. Um, but, yeah, you know, I think it's. Uh, I think it's appropriate for the time of year, and um, you know, I, I think people want to make sure that they're getting out and enjoying it when they can too. So, when it comes to the Sheridan Wyo Rodeo, is this kind of uh, like around here? It's an all hands on deck week. Everyone's right. here. No one takes vacation during this time. Is it the same way over at the sheriff's office? All hands on deck, or do you guys schedule? Uh, maybe an extra patrol team or yeah. something. Yeah, so we schedule extra patrol. Um, and, and, you know, I, I'm not sure if Sheriff Dominguez wants to um, touch on that as well, but essentially there's also um, extra uh, funding available for that as well through the Prevention Management Office. And um, Yeah, so throughout the years we've had a great partnership with the Sheridan County Prevention Management Office. So for a lot of these bigger events that we see through the summer, um, Sheridan County Prevention um, allows funds so we can, we can have additional deputies on patrol um, for those events so with the wild rodeo we we particularly help out the Sheridan Police Department where we um, during you know the Friday Saturday events um, we have extra deputies that are working extra shifts and they're up at the fairgrounds working anywhere from eight at night to four in the morning and their their primary responsibility is the fairgrounds so they're they're patrolling up we we schedule two deputies um, Friday night two deputies Saturday night to work from eight to four in the morning um, same goes for, you know, Dayton Day's events, um, 4th of July, those types of things. We have extra patrol that's that's funded through Sheridan County Prevention Management. And, and, and that is, uh, those funds are, are specifically, we want to be visible. We want to prevent things from happening. So the more the, you know, force multiplier, the more that we can have more deputies and, and same goes for the PAs, the more we can have, it's not we're trying to flood, but we just want to make sure that there's a presence known that way, you know, everybody's having a good time. The, the ultimate goal is that everybody enjoys themselves when they're at these events and everybody's safe. 
that's that's what we want and so we can we can accomplish that by having you know dedicated patrol and and and, and um, those types of uh, patrols and deputies available for that now if the residents out there would like to contribute in in whatever way that they can to to make these events go a little bit smoother what would you suggest that they do you know, I think the biggest thing is be aware of the increases in traffic and, you know, the, that vehicle traffic and pedestrian. You know, not only are we talking our local communities out enjoying all these events, um, but we have visitors. It's that time of year. A lot of tourism comes through Sheridan. I think everybody's aware of that. So be aware of, of that increase um, and plan ahead and slow down. And <laughs> everyone's trying to get to where they're going. But if you take the time to um, really plan ahead and make sure that you're you're not rushing to try and get somewhere. I think that's the best for everyone. But I think we say that um, pretty common, pretty yeah. pretty common phrase. I think I say when I when I'm sitting in this room, but it's but, really true. You know, and you're right. Every year, I've got to remind myself, hey Floyd, there's snow on the ground. It's going to take you an extra how long to get to work let's kind of speed things up here in the morning we all get into a routine right you know the one thing about the human species we love our routines and uh, we got to kind of shift it a little bit so just remember folks the roads are going to be crowded we got uh, construction going on downtown so it's going to be really crowded everyone's going to be looking for a faster quicker way to get to work or get to their destination so just take a little bit more time and uh, on that uh, i'm going to take a quick commercial break we're going to have more with our sheridan county sheriff's office right after this. You're listening to Public Pulse on 930 KROE and 103.9 FM. Sheridan. save on every piece of bedroom furniture at Moss Holders Design Center. If you need to update a master bedroom, guest room, or kids room, Moss Holders has options. Choose from a wide selection of high-quality solid wood products or find more budget-minded bedroom groups from Ashley Furniture. Whether you find your favorite pieces in stock or need to order in the perfect group, every piece of bedroom furniture is on sale now. Moss Holders bedroom sale ends this Saturday. Moss Holders, furniture is our passion. I'm here today with Candace Crane from Sheridan Honda and Power Sports. Tommy, hi. We at Sheridan Honda are proud to support those who have served and sacrificed so much for our country. And to show our appreciation, Honda is offering select U.S. military personnel and their spouses to receive $1,000 towards any 2023 Honda vehicle when you finance or lease through Honda Financial. Wow, $1,000? Really? On any new Honda? That's right, and it's from now until the 4th of July. Hats off to all those who serve. Stop into Sheridan Honda and save. Your business deserves a strong partner. First Federal Bank and Trust provides cash management services to help your business collect, disperse, and manage funds. Whether you need merchant services or positive pay fraud protection, our team will find the tools that best support your business. Contact a cash management officer today by visiting efirstfederal.bank. First Federal Bank and Trust is your partner in success. Member FDIC. 
Are you looking for the perfect way to show your love for your country and state? Look no further than the Sheridan Commercial Company. Hi, Kurt Smith here. We have a wide variety of U.S. and Wyoming flags in stock and ready for you to display proudly. With the 4th of July just around the corner, now is the time to get your flags. Show your patriotism and state pride today with a flag from the Sheridan Commercial Company at 303 Broadway. Open seven days a week. In this day and age, everyone's looking for a great value deal. Well, look no further than your locally owned McDonald's. The $3.50 value deal is available at your McDonald's in Sheridan, Buffalo, and Gillette. Choose from a McDouble, hot and spicy, or six-piece chicken McNuggets, plus a small fry for $3.50. Now that is the value. Don't forget to download the McDonald's app for even more great deals. Look no further for a great value deal than your locally owned McDonald's in Sheridan, Buffalo, and Gillette. It's Customer Appreciation Day this Friday, June 23rd at Farmers Co-op. It's the one time of year that all the folks at Co-op get the opportunity to say thank you to all their loyal customers. This Friday, you can bring in your 20-pound propane bottle for a $10 fill and enjoy a tasty hamburger or pulley sausage on them. That's a heck of a deal. And don't forget to fuel up your truck before you leave. It's Customer Appreciation this Friday at Farmers Co-op, 1450 Coffee and Avenue in Sheridan, owned by those they serve. 103.9 FM is News Talk 930, KROE, Sheridan. KROE, Sheridan. Good morning and welcome back to Public Pulse, proudly brought to you by our friends out there at First Federal Bank and Trust. I'm Floyd Whiting. My guests this morning are the Sheridan County Sheriff, Levi Dominguez, Under Sheriff, Lieutenant Devereaux Johnson, and intern, Riley bunting now we were discussing some events uh, I, I get a little sidetracked from time to time uh, let's let's come back to the events because I would like to know uh, you know some of the events that are coming up I think people should should be aware of uh, so under sheriff what are we looking at uh, we've got you said Dayton days Wyo rodeo what else we have right. so third Thursday is ongoing right um, that's that's uh, running through the summer we've got uh, um, Fourth of July, obviously, is just right around the corner as well. Uh, obviously, that's no longer occurring out at the equestrian center for the um, for the uh, 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 big fireworks show that used to occur. Um, but still, something to be aware of that there's probably going to be folks, you know, in town looking to um, see what shows are available and going to those. Um, so the other and, thing is the, the big event that is occurring now that is the town of Ranchester right. puts on a big fireworks oh, show fantastic. and a celebration. Yeah. Um, and so that will be an all-day event out at the town of Ranchester, and then they do a fireworks show in the evening as well. So we saw that switch. A lot of folks were going out there um, to partake in right. those events as well. So Yep, yep. So just make sure you're keeping an eye out on traffic when you're heading right. up to Ranchester yep. that night. Yep, yep, pedestrian and, uh, and vehicle traffic. Um, but then we've got Claremont Day which is coming up um, June 24th, along with Parkman Days and um, the Lighter Motorcycle Rally, all things that we can touch on here as well. Um, but so lots of lots of good events coming up, and that's again that's not including just general tourism. You know, yeah. just lots of good stuff coming into town and um, things to be aware of on that increase of traffic for these things. You know, for the tourists out there coming into town, if uh, if you happen to be one, you've chose a really great year. Because the the wet weather has made it just beautiful outside, uh, Sergeant. Or excuse me, Lieutenant. I know your favorite color 
same as mine it's uh, green right <laughs> it is just the perfect time of year yep uh so folks make sure that you're keeping your heads up and on a swivel when it comes to driving around with some of the traffic uh you don't want that problem and neither does anybody else uh so we're going to switch gears i don't have a lot of time left um but i do want to touch on another scam that is making its way around and i also want to get uh, your insight on something that has i even got a call and uh, thanks to my training from Stephen Schreffler here, uh, you can slightly detect artificial intelligence hmm. if you know the questions to ask. And uh, I had a fire department call and ask for a donation out of Cheyenne. And about midway through his first sentence, I realized you're not a real person. Not, you yeah, are not, not a real. Yep. Right. And so uh, just real quick, I'm going to touch on it. I said I asked him a question. And it took way too long to answer. And finally, I told the caller, I said, takes too long to type that into the computer, doesn't it, buddy? <laughs> I was like, well, you ain't got me, man. Sure. So what are we yeah. seeing around yeah. uh, around here? Yeah, so and I think we always kind of talk about how it's unfortunate that we have one that we need to discuss every month. But it, it's while it's unfortunate, it is important um, to make sure that we get this information out for the, uh, the citizens of Sheridan County and anyone else that might come across and, and be able to hear this. So... Uh, for our area recently, some of the citizens have been receiving an unidentified um, phone call. Uh, and these reports have come into the sheriff's office basically saying that this number um, is, is claiming, the caller is claiming to actually be um, our fourth judicial district judge, uh, Judge Darcy Phillips. Um, so mainly they're telling the, in, the caller is telling the individual that they failed to appear before Judge Darcy Phillips. Um, and they're demanding a payment over the phone for fines or, um, you know, if whatever, whatever it may be. They're demanding some kind of payment, similar to what we talked about last month where it was a uh, alleged deputy that was calling, um, and they were actually using current or former deputy names um, to demand this payment for the warrant that this they were trying to convince the individual that they had out for their arrest. Um, so more than anything, we just want to make sure we remind and warn citizens that courts, law enforcement agencies, no no agency here in Sheridan County is going to call you and say, hey, we demand that you pay us over the phone for this warrant that's for your arrest. Otherwise, we're going to come and arrest you. That's not that's that's not um, how it works. Uh, you know, it, if um, ultimately, generally, most of the time, folks are aware if they actually do have a warrant for their arrest. Um, that's not necessarily new news to people um, the majority of the time. Um, but as far as the Sheridan County Sheriff's Office goes, the Sheridan Police Department, um, you know, that our, our uh, court system here, we're not going to call and demand that payment over the phone. Um, what may occur is someone may call and say, hey, we wanted to make sure you were aware of this, that this warrant exists for your arrest, but we're not going to demand payment over the phone. We're going to make it clear that you need to go down to the courthouse and pay that fine. Um, never over the phone, ever, is it going to be demanded. Um, and so I, we talked about this last time as well. You know, if, if uh, the, the best solution is if you're concerned, hang up. And that's the that's nothing bad is going to happen if you hang up, um, even if you're worried that it actually is a judge or a, a, a legit law enforcement officer. All that's going to happen is that the phone goes dead. <laughs> that's that's the worst um, that's going to occur. And then you can actually contact the sheriff's office. Um, and I would recommend you do so um, because we could easily tell you as well. And, and that obviously this 307-672-3455 are just our front office number. Give us a call and we'll be happy. And then we can also get you in touch with myself or another deputy or even, you know, 
one of our front office staff might be able to help you if you're concerned that it was um, a scam or if it ended up being, hey, there was this deputy that was calling or, you know, um, but again, they wouldn't demand payment over the phone. It may be an informational call, but never over the phone. Um, so again, if you're unsure, hang up the phone. That's the worst thing that could happen. Give us a call. We'll, we'll be happy to do what we can to help you. So. Yeah, and, that, and you know, it's always kind of the same thing uh, and, and wanting that payment. Uh, first, they go with the deputy. Well, obviously, that wasn't working well enough, so I better up the ante here and just have the judge call, right? right. Yeah. And, and, and it just kind of blows my mind. <laughs> To the thought that a judge would sit and make these phone calls. Yeah, absolutely as, not. It's, it's absurd. Yeah. It's absolutely Correct. absurd. Uh, not part of their duties and not something that they would even want to do. Uh, now, I, I've only got about three minutes left. Let's touch on the statute of months just yeah, really quick absolutely. under sheriff so people know yeah. what we're looking at because I do like this statute. Yeah, and I, I, I want to make sure that we mention this, uh, especially just on the note of the increased traffic, um, summer events going on. Um, but the Wyoming move over law, which is state statute 315-224, um, basically the most base summary that, that I think we have time to do is upon immediate approach of an authorized emergency vehicle, which is law enforcement, EMS, fire, you know, um, and that actually includes tow trucks. Uh, you know, we make sure we get... Um, that uh, if they're, you know, they're making audible or visual signals, the driver of the other vehicles needs to yield that right away. So you see one of these emergency vehicles pulled over up on the interstate or on the city street, the highway, county road, pull over as into the other lane if there is one available. If you're on a two lane, make sure you're slowing down um, and making absolutely sure that there's, um, it's safe for that uh, first responder um, to uh, do what they're, uh, you know, take care of business on what they're trying to handle out there. Um, so again, you know, in short, it basically means um, record, tow truck, fire department, fire patrol, game and fish, livestock board, uh, brand inspectors, law enforcement agencies, public or private ambulances, slow down, move over and take the time. Because um, like I think I said uh, before the last break, you know, I understand we're all trying to get places, but plan ahead. Um, you know, these, these events are, are ongoing. They happen every year. Um, we know that we have to take the time to make it to where we're going. So that's the, uh, that's the big ask for us is if you have plan ahead and slow down, we can keep everyone safe. How many law enforcement first responders, individuals out there trying to get a job done, uh, die every year because of that? Too many. Too many. Yeah. Yeah. One is too many. Absolutely. I mean, that's the, that's the, the, the reality of it. And that's the blunt answer is that one, you know, life and, and that's not, you know, granted this statute covers, um, authorized emergency personnel, but you know, the courtesy of even a, a, you know, a family with a flat tire on the minivan headed to Yellowstone, right. Um, slow down, move yeah. over. <laughs> you don't know who's going to step out yeah, from in front yeah, of that. Correct. Thing. Yeah. You know, take, we just take the time to plan ahead. Um, and again, you know what, while, while one first responder is too many, one citizen is too many, yeah. you know, just let's take the time. So ah, make sure you're getting over folks. And if you can't get over, slow the heck down. Uh, you know, even this morning on my way over why dots out there trying to get those, uh, shoulders mowed down. And uh, I, I slow down uh, when I'm passing those guys. Because, like I said, you never really know who might pop out from in front of that vehicle. And, boy, that would just take and change a life. And you don't need that. 
Sheriff, Under Sheriff, Riley, thank you all for coming in this morning. I greatly appreciate Thanks, it. Riley, you did a fantastic thank job. You. All right, you've been listening to Public Pulse on 930 KROE, 103.9 FM, Sheridan. If you haven't checked out the sharedamedia.com summer online auction, you're going to regret it when it closes tonight at 8 o'clock. We have over 10 local restaurants with gift certificates. We have certificates to the new brewery, North Face Tent from the Sports Lure, both in Buffalo. We've got a brand new recliner, a youth motorcycle. We've got granite countertop offers, equipment rentals. We've got coffee, concerts, events, movie theater tickets. Have fun this summer and save. Click on the summer auction banner at sharedamedia.com. It ends tonight at 8 p.m. When you talk to your pets, this is what they hear. And your dog replies... Hey, Mr. Whiskers, I think he's saying we're getting new dog and cat food from Northwest Naturals. Raw diets for dogs and cats sold locally only at the Health Nut. He says Northwest Naturals has cat treats, too. Which means you guys stay here. I'm going to the Health Nut in Sheridan's Fifth Street Mall right now. Purchasing a new mattress is an investment in your health. So how do you choose? Let the Carol's Furniture Sleep Experts help you. Our team of consultants are well-versed in the Buterest patented technologies and materials. We'll help you with the Buterest Black, Harmony, and Carbon Series. As a locally owned and operated store, we're here for you after the sale, too. We offer unmatched price and service. Plenty of parking in the back at Carol's Furniture, 340 North Main, in the heart of downtown Sheridan, and online at carolsfurniture.com. Transports have been showing up almost daily, bringing brand new inventory to wearing Sheridan Chevrolet. Just arrived, two new Equinoxes, two new Chevy Trailblazers, new three-quarter ton Silverados, as well as half tons. Want another one? A 2023 Chevy Tahoe just hit the lot. If new doesn't work, check their inventory of now over 100 pre-owned vehicles. Whether you're looking for a brand new ride or an incredible deal on a pre-owned vehicle, visit Waring Sheridan Chevrolet, 107 East are open Saturdays till 4. Don't miss this unique opportunity to see Broadway professionals performing alongside students tomorrow night. You're invited to the Sheridan College musical theater production titled Broadway, Then and Now, tomorrow night at 7 p.m. and Saturday at 2 p.m. and 7 p.m. Performances are in Kinnison Hall at the Whitney Center for the Arts. Tickets are $30 for adults, $20 for students, seniors, and veterans. Get tickets now at sheridan.edu slash arts or call the box office at 675 This is Madison Danforth, and I wanted to welcome you to Jackalope's Explore, the new video podcast from Sheridan Media. This is unlike any other podcast. We do a deep dive into the Jackalope hole on a myriad of topics. UFOs, Bigfoot, local, national, and global politics. You betcha. Social issues and conspiracies. Join the Jackpack Weekly at SheridanMedia.com, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. From the Wyoming Corporate Office Studio on 103.9 FM and News Talk 930.